That is the sound of a wonderful iced gingerbread latte with oat milk. The barista actually recommended it to me, so I recommend it to you guys. It's so creamy. It tastes like a cookie. But anyways, let's get started with today's episode. We're going to go right into the questions that I got sent in. And also, these questions are basically ones that I have not answered over posts or TikToks or anything like that. And I'm more excited to answer these ones because I have never really talked about these exact topics. So let's get started. So my first question is, how do you like using TikTok for your weight loss journey? So I'm going to be honest. In the beginning, in past, I used to hate on influencers and not like in a mean way. I would just kind of think to myself, that's so easy. They're getting easy money. Making videos is a breeze. Like I could do that if I wanted to. I just don't have enough energy or enough followers or fame to even do that. But everyone starts from somewhere. And let me kind of just talk about this. So influencers, you think they just get constant love and stuff, but there's a lot of hate that comes with it. And When I first joined and I first thought after my video blowing up that people were just going to automatically just be nice to me, I was completely wrong. People can be brutal at times and these people don't even know you. That's the crazy part is we don't know each other in real life and I still love you guys, but it's crazy that there can be people that don't even know me yet think they can comment on anything my appearance my life my any decision that I make or any video that I post and I understand that I put myself out there so I kind of put it on myself but people would start to comment on my running habits and I started running at 240 pounds like around that time and I started running five miles a day and it didn't matter if it took an hour and a half or two hours to run those five miles. I was big but I knew that if I stuck to it I could shred that time and I could continue running. So when I was showing TikTok now being under 140 pounds that I can run this much people were starting to hate and people thought it was an eating disorder led thing like the running was an eating disorder but in reality running is something I have a passion for and running is something I love to do and I thought that people would love to see that journey with me but I got comments saying that I looked anorexic or that I looked big still or just the most crazy things that you wouldn't think someone would even think to say to someone that they don't know because if you met me in real life and this person met me in real life and said you look anorexic you look like this and you do this I just don't think they would have the guts to say that to me and that's what I've had to learn about TikTok is to shrug off those people that are being rude because they don't matter at the end of the day I have so many followers that love me and look up to me and in the beginning I was looking at all the hate I wasn't looking at any of the people that loved to watch me I was looking at all the hate I was replying to the comments that were hating on me rather than the people that were supporting me every single day and it got super toxic so in the beginning I didn't really love TikTok that much because I thought it was super toxic and that's all it was but once I started to learn and now that I learned that you can make videos and ignore those hate comments. You can block those people with an instant button. It doesn't matter if they continue to make, if they can, sorry, if they continue to make accounts because that's not even 
someone that's hating on me. I consider that someone that is just going through a hard time and they need to put that onto someone else because now being through this whole like influencer journey, I now know that people that are hating on you are definitely people that just don't just have hate in their heart and they just need some healing. I learned to love those people now that hate on me because why not? Maybe they need a little bit of cheering up in their life. Maybe they need a little bit of love in their life. And that's completely okay. They need some love and we should show people that are rude to us that they deserve love too. And I know that's hard for a lot of people. But in in all of that, I have ended up to love TikTok. I have ended up loving recording my days and doing a voiceover to make a vlog or showing you guys what I was eating that day. Like It's become a very amazing passion for me. And I think I would say that I definitely do not regret joining TikTok. And even with all the hate, there also comes so much love. And I have met so many amazing people through social media. And I'm not just talking about other influencers because I have talked to other influencers, but I'm really talking about the followers that have followed me because they are so loving. They know how to make my day. They know how to cheer me up. And yeah, I think I would say that I very much enjoy sharing my journey on TikTok and I don't regret any part of it. So the second question is, do you deal with body dysmorphia? And I definitely do as much as I hate to say it because I try to be as positive as I can with people. I do have my breaking moments where I don't think I look good and I don't think I am worthy of wearing something specifically. So we're going to go into that. With body dysmorphia, I have noticed that sometimes I'll just wear huge hoodies and huge t-shirts or pants that suck everything in, all my loose skin, because I don't feel comfortable with wearing new things. I don't feel comfortable with exploring a crop top with some leggings. I just, I don't feel comfortable with that at times because I have instilled in my brain that I still look the same that I, that I did two or three years ago, which I don't. I know I don't. And I've seen myself in many different ways. And it's been a really hard time to accept the fact that I can wear what I want and it's okay to wear what I want. Even if I was bigger, I should have known that it was okay to wear whatever I wanted. And also a huge thing that came with it as well was not being able to eat in front of others or constantly looking at myself in a mirror because I just had an addiction of making sure I always knew what I looked like. And I don't know if anyone else struggles with this, but you know, when you're walking in a store and you constantly look at yourself in the window reflection or pass a freezer and you're like, let me get a quick look at myself. It's just not a healthy do to constantly constantly have in your life is having those body checks in the mirror and making sure you still look the same because body checking can be so, so toxic. Whether we think it or not, there's a lot of body checking that goes on and it's not something we need to normalize because we don't need to be constantly staring at ourselves in a mirror and picking out every single insecurity. Another thing has been changing my whole appearance. I never know what to look like or what to wear because I just want to change everything about me because I feel like I don't know what I look like at times. 
And with body dysmorphia, there comes with missing out on events because you're too scared to eat in front of people or you're too scared that people will look at what you're wearing or think you look big or just stare at you the entire time. And body dysmorphia tricks us into thinking that we are ugly and that people are checking us out, that people are watching us and staring us down as we eat or that they're watching us when we're working out. When in reality, body dysmorphia isn't rooted in us to constantly think that everyone else is against us and everyone else is thinking the worst of us and it's really us that's doing that. So body dysmorphia has been a really hard time to, not a really hard time, but a really hard thing to come over and to get rid of in my life. I'm still learning on how to completely get those habits out of my life, but as with everything, it comes with time and it comes with time to love yourself and to really become comfortable with yourself. And maybe we'll never be 100% feeling great about ourselves. But if you're trying, that's all that matters. And if you're trying to look, trying not to care what other people think you look like, you're doing a really great job. And I'm sorry if I kind of got a little bit jumbled up with the whole thing, but I think that's what my opinion on body dysmorphia is. And also, having to deal with it. I'm going to take a little break from questions now and talk about something that I think is very important to talk about because a lot of people don't even discuss this topic and I feel like it's crazy because I've heard a lot of you guys reach out to me and ask about it. So I'm going to be full up and honest with you guys because I don't want to lie to you guys. No one wants to look up to someone that lies to them and I never want to give you false information because that's just not fair. You guys deserve to talk to someone who is real and listen to someone that's real and never feeds you BS and never sells you crappy things because the health industry can be super toxic and very just they lie a lot and I feel like not a lot of people know that. So I'm going to tell you guys right now that this is your former trigger warning. The next couple minutes we'll be talking about something I went through that can be triggering for other people and I don't want to have to risk anyone feeling like their health is in danger because of this topic. So if you do get triggered easily, this is your trigger warning now and now we're going to be going into the topic. So I decided it was time to lose weight in January 2018. I made that my New Year's resolution. And in January 2019, I had ended up losing 107 pounds. So in 12 months, I lost 107 pounds. So after that, what are you supposed to do after weight loss? You're supposed to try and maintain, which I now have been maintaining for over a year and a half now. So little cheer for me because I'm super proud of myself and I really never thought that I would be able to keep it off, but I have kept it off for over a year and that's something that's very special to me. Okay. (sighs) So much talking. So in February 2019, I had tried and experimented with laxatives. The reason why I wanted to take laxatives is because I felt like I wasn't in control of anything anymore. I felt like I needed to control something in my life and I felt like me having to go up to this maintenance goal of eating food, eating more food was very scary to me. And for over a month, I was eating my maintenance calories and I had not budged in weight. I was staying at the same weight and I have stayed at the same weight since. There was no reason why I had to get nervous about bloat because bloat happens to everyone and you'll eat a meal, 
you can get bloated. You eat a snack that's a little bit more in high in carbs or fiber, you get a little bit of bloated. You know, you can have a salad and get bloated. It just that's just how our bodies work. And for some reason, I cannot accept the fact that sometimes I would get bloated and I wanted to be in control of that. And I didn't want my body to take its course and do the natural thing, which is just sleep and your body just naturally has it go down. It's We can't be in control of that. And I just want you guys to know that you do not look bad if you're bloated. You not eating all day just to say, just to look not bloated when you go out at night is so bad for your mental health. And please, please eat something today. If you didn't already, just please eat something. I, I promise you no one notices a little blow. And I had to learn that the hard way. So at the end of February 2019, I had experimented with laxatives. I felt like I wanted to get rid of the bloat right away and I wanted to be in control of that. I didn't want to have to wait for the next morning. So I had taken laxatives that night. I had went up to the store and take got some laxatives, bought a 25 pack and I kind of I just took them. I took 3 and the recommended is literally one or two and not to take them every single day because it's dangerous. It says it on the box, but I would ignore it every single time. Uh, after I took those three laxatives, something in me just kind of sparked. I just, I got hooked on them instantly. Every single morning I would see that my bloat wasn't there or at night I, I would see my bloat wasn't there, but it actually made everything 10 times worse for me. After a week of taking them, I was now dependent on them and my body couldn't do its natural thing and it was scary. And even though it was scary, I ignored that because I just wasn't thinking. I was thinking about looks. I was thinking about how good I looked when I would wear something because I wasn't bloated. And it was just so toxic. It ended up starting with me going out with friends and making sure I would take those pills around them. And I'm sure they would get like wonder what the heck I was taking but I wouldn't open up to them about it because it was embarrassing no one wants to tell their friend a month in after taking laxatives for four weeks straight that they're addicted to something as dumb as that you know we don't think that these things can be addictive but literally anything can become addictive like body checking all that stuff it all can become addictive I started getting very scared because I noticed that after a while the laxatives taking three a night wouldn't get rid of the blow anymore. And so I continued to up and up and up the dosage of how many I was taking. And I would go to bed in pain every single night. I'd wake up super early, not getting enough sleep. I looked so sick. I wasn't getting enough sleep because my stomach was always hurting. And it was all because I didn't want to look a little bit a bit bloated. Like, we will go to those extreme measures to harm ourselves just to look good. And I feel like that says so much about how high society's standards are. And it's so, it's crazy to me that I even went through this. After a while, I had opened up to some friends about me taking laxatives. And it was scary because a lot of them got angry. A lot of them got mad that I was continuously taking them. And I felt like no one understood why it was addictive. And I thought everyone was just making a huge joke about it when in reality it was something super serious and I could have ended up in the hospital for it. And my friends were just angry at me. And a lot of them 
were it was coming from love, but a lot of them were angry at me and I was scared of being around my friends. I was scared about making jokes about stuff like that because I knew that they would get on my case about it. So I ended up closing off to them because I didn't trust them to be nice to me if I talked about it. And honestly, I didn't deserve to be talked to kindly about it because I was harming myself. They wanted the best for me and I just wanted to be selfish and hurt myself and get rid of some stupid bloating. It all stopped about four months in and it wouldn't have stopped unless I had this friend in my life. And a little shout out to my friend Trinity because I love her and her family so much. Her mom actually is a nurse. And I've always had like her give me tough love because some people just wouldn't. My mom didn't give me that. She didn't really understand the concept of eating disorders and all that. And her mom had ended up sitting me down and telling me, do you want to end up in the hospital and have no control over your body ever again? And I broke down crying because for some reason, I've always had this fear of not being in control. But I just, for some reason, what she said to me just shook me enough to stop taking them. And I think the recovery was the hardest. The next month of getting off the laxatives, I actually had went on a Chicago trip with their family and I wasn't allowed to have any laxatives on the trip. And when we were in Chicago, we were obviously treating ourselves. And there were mountains of nachos. There were nights where we would go out and get uh, some drinks and getting some ice cream or getting huge dinners. And the fact that I was very bloated and couldn't take a laxative crushed me inside. I would cry in the bathroom every single night when everyone was asleep because I wasn't in control. I didn't have laxatives. It was almost like I was going through a withdrawal. It was so absolutely nuts. And But slowly, I soon realized that I started to be com- become comfortable with the bloating. I started to become comfortable with eating more. I started to become comfortable with knowing that my body is literally a temple. All of our bodies are temples. We need to treat it like so. We need to make sure that we're not harming ourselves because we only have one life. And our one life, uh, one goal in life shouldn't be to be skinny or to be the hottest person ever. It should just to be healthy. Healthy during your physical, like healthy physically, healthy mentally, all of that. And so that's kind of when I the month after is really when it kind of shook me to get off the laxatives and I was finally free of taking laxatives. And there's not to say there won't be times where you want to go right back to the laxatives because I know that has happened to me so many times where I get scared, I feel uncomfortable, I want to feel in control of my life again and run back to that. And I know this can be in many different like directions for people because people purge in different ways. People do all these different things in many different ways. People have their eating disorder habits and it's scary. I just want to let you know that to not like tell you guys that you can still have a weight loss journey and have it be healthy. It doesn't need to be toxic. It doesn't need to be scary and you can get through it. I got through it. It's hard. If you need to get more help, that is okay. And I just want to talk to you guys about that because I never want to be fake with you guys. Now that we've gotten vulnerable with each other, 
let's talk about a few other things. I'm just ranting to you guys at this point. No, I'm kidding. Anyways, I made a post the other day about how sometimes I don't feel accepted on social media being a fitness influencer or health influencers, anything like that. I have a lot of loose skin and I never show it as much as I should because I am insecure about it. And we all have insecurities and mine just happens to be my loose skin on my lower stomach. I do have loose skin on my legs and my arms, but I'm not as insecure about it as I am with my loose skin on my stomach. It has been something that has always kind of held me down of feeling comfortable with wanting to make workout videos. I feel like I just... I'm not able to make videos sometimes because I get so in my head about how I look and I feel like I will never look like a Gymshark model. I will never look like some of the top influencers in health and fitness and this is why I want to continue with it. Not to get money or fame. I want to become more accepted on this platform because I want other people to see that there are people that lose weight that don't automatically snap back and don't automatically have abs because I probably will never have abs even after the skin removal surgery, which big news I'm getting in 2021 before summertime. It is something that I have been waiting for for so long and I'm going to make an official announcement soon, but I just want to share with the podcast homies that I am going to be getting it soon. But I have always felt that it's important that I continue to make these videos because people want to know that they feel normal and that what's happening to them is normal, that they don't snap back right away and get abs like all these influencers that once started out heavier and now are super thin and have abs and can work out every single day. Let me just remind you that some of these top influencers that are constantly working out, that's their job. That's why they're recording constantly, all these things. And for you to compare yourself to them just isn't, it isn't a reality because we have different jobs and some of them are able to just, just constantly only make that their job and make their money from that. And that's okay. Good for them. I'm so proud of a lot of these fitness influencers that continue to break down the stigma of the terrible fitness industry and health industry because sometimes it can be super toxic with all the things they're trying to sell to people nowadays and all of that. But I want to really continue with this journey because I'm so determined to show people that loose skin is super normal as much as people don't show it. I have a ton. And in the summertime, I will wear thrifted mom shorts that go up to uh, past my belly button because I won't show my loose skin. And that's what makes me comfortable. When I'm wearing that, I feel comfortable. I feel accepted. I feel good about myself. And if that's what I want to wear, that's what I'll wear. I don't need to wear all these crop top bras and just leggings to the gym to be accepted into this fitness industry and it's already been showing so many people are changing society standards by showing they don't need to work out in a bra and leggings and show off their abs to make it in this industry because you don't need to and I don't want anyone thinking they can't reach their goals because they don't look like them if there's one thing I really want you guys to take from everything that we talked about today is to finally just stop caring about what everyone else is thinking about you. If I continued to listen to all my comments that told me such negative things all the time, I would not be happy. And I still have to have my boyfriend or family or friends tell me that I don't need to listen to those comments. I simply can just remove them 
from my social media. And you know you can do this with your life too. You can remove someone that's not benefiting you in your life and it is okay. You can put up those walls and you can put distance between you guys and your friendship if it is not helping you out. And we shouldn't villainize people that just want some space from friends that aren't helping them grow. If someone's not helping you grow, you are allowed to take them out of your life and that is okay. And we also need to make sure that we're not just kicking everyone out of our lives because we also need people that are there for us and that is very important too. I really just want you guys to know that you need someone in your life that will hold you accountable in a safe, healthy way and take those people out of your life that are constantly bashing you and not helping you grow in a health, safety, safely way. And yeah, I think that's kind of what I wanted to tell you guys today and just answer some questions, tell you a story. I really am trying to make sure that for the future of this podcast, we'll have more guests that go through things that you go through and that we just kind of share more together. I want you guys to know more about me. I feel like you guys only see the fitness and health side of me. So I really want to show you guys all that there is to me. And I'm really excited to share all that with you. Send in your coffee orders, please. I do not care if they're healthy. I do not care if they are super sugary or not. I do not like frappuccinos though. Please do not send me in frappuccinos because I probably will not get it. So I really like lattes and I don't really like hot coffee. So I guess I only liked iced drinks, but not fraps. You know what I mean? Okay. Sounds pretty picky, but send me in your coffee orders. Tell me guys how you guys are liking this podcast, even though there's only one episode, but send in topics you want to hear about. Send in anything. I also really love to hear your feedback on stuff and hear ask me what my opinions are on certain things and I just want to get vulnerable and real with you guys so you guys can follow me on my TikTok at Vesquez or my fitness Instagram which is fitnesswandrea and yeah keep up with me on there and we'll be posting every Thursday except this one will be posted on a different day because it is the first one and it will be shorter than all the others but I hope you guys enjoyed and I really love you guys make sure to eat something today and make sure to get your heart pumping today I love you guys and stay safe bye bye